This is Jackie with Panama Relocation Tours. I want to thank you so much for joining me for our Tuesday night uh, question and answer conference call. Uh, we do these about once a month. Uh, sometimes we do them a little bit more often, but usually we do these about once a month, uh, the Q&A calls, and then I do a live stream every Saturday where either I interview some people that have already moved to Panama or I just make a presentation about something that I think is very important for you to know if you're considering a move to Panama. So let me first start with just a little bit of background about who I am and what Panama Relocation Tours is, and then I'll give you instructions on how we're going to proceed with this question and answer conference call. So once again, my name is Jackie Lang, and I moved to Panama in 2010 with my husband. And my plan was to just be sort of semi-retired. I'd been a real estate investor for 25 years when I moved to Panama. And I thought, well, maybe I'll get a couple of rental properties, but I was just planning to take it easy. I had another business where I do online training for real estate investors. But uh, shortly after moving to Panama, some of my real estate investor friends wanted me to do a tour for them and show them what Panama was like. So I did a tour for them, just eight people. And I thought that was it. And then I started getting calls from other people that said, hey, my next door neighbor went on your Panama tour. When's the next one? Or the guy I work with went on your Panama tour. Do you have a website for that? And of course, I didn't have a website, didn't have plans to do a tour business. So I did another tour and then more phone calls started coming in. This is back in 2010. I thought, hmm, maybe there's something to this. People are, I'm not the only crazy person that's interested in moving to Panama. So back in March of 2010, I started Panama Relocation Tours. Originally, we just did like one tour a month and then it was two tours a month. And now we're doing more like three tours a month for Panama Relocation Tours. Uh, we just finished our, I believe, 172 tours that we've completed. And we also do private tours for people that would rather just go to specific areas that they're interested in. We offer private tours. And for people that are more of a do-it-yourself kind of a person and uh, they don't really want to hang out with a group of people, then we also have our complete Panama Relocation Guide, which has all the same information that you get on a tour um, for a fraction of the cost of a tour, and you can make your own tour. Uh, it has information on how to do a self-guided tour, so you can make your own path. We give you suggestions on where to stay and what to do and how to get to the location. So we've got three different ways that we can help you come and discover Panama. So, you know, I've lived here since 2010. I absolutely love Panama. Um, they're honestly... Uh, right now, it's rained all day long. It was raining when I woke up. It's rained all day, and it's still raining right now. So sometimes when it rains and there's thunder like there is right now, it could cause my power to go out. And if it does, my power does go out. It's usually just for one or two minutes, then it'll come right back on. So if it does, there's a pause because the power goes out. Just hang, hang with me, and I'll be right back in as soon as I can. But I love Panama because it's just such a diverse place to live. I mean, you can live in the city, and it's very cosmopolitan. I was just there about a week ago, and I'm just, it's amazing, all the amazing restaurants and the beautiful buildings, and um, it's just, you know, the park and green areas. It's just so beautiful in Panama City. But, you know, I'm not much of a beach person. I don't like hot weather, 
but we have some of the most beautiful beaches here in Panama, both the Pacific side and the Caribbean side. Um, and then there's this huge mountain range right down the middle of the country. So there's literally something for everybody here in Panama. If you like the city life, we've got it. If you like beach life, we've got it. We've got more expensive beach life, and we have very affordable beach life also. And then we have the, the highlands where you don't need an air conditioner or a heater. So Panama has something for everybody in every price range. And I encourage you to come check it out, whether it's on one of our tours or you just come visit it on your own. Um, you need to come see how amazing Panama is and what you're missing in this beautiful country. So that's a little bit of background about me. Now let me tell you how these Q&A calls work. So I'm just going to take one question after another question after another question. If you have a question for me, all you need to do if you called in on the phone number is you press star six. If you use the app to call in uh, to get on the call, then there's a little link that says ask a question and you'll just click on that and that'll put you in line to ask a question. Now we already have Oh, let's see, about eight people in line to ask a question. So when you do click that star six, just know that you're not going to immediately be put in line to ask a question. You'll you'll get a little tip that says, you know, you're next in line to ask your question. So you can be ready. And don't be shy. You know, we're just on the phone. Nobody sees who you are. Don't even have to share your name if you don't want to. Um, but uh, just ask any questions that you have about moving to or living in Panama. I know it helps to get questions. And then there's one more thing that I want to um, advise you to do before I get started with your questions. Um, we have four new videos that are coming out real soon. We've got some for Panama City, uh, two for Panama City, one for Coronado, and one for Valle that are coming out very soon. And, oh, and another one that's for the Amador Causeway area. So five new videos that are coming out. So I really encourage you to go to our YouTube channel and subscribe so that you'll get an instant notification as soon as those videos go live. So it's just youtube.com forward slash Panama Relocation Tours, and you can just click the subscribe, subcri subscribe uh, link and then hit that little bell and you'll get a notification as soon as we have a new video that becomes available. So once again, if you have a question for me, go ahead and press star six. So um, our first caller, let's see if I can get this one, is a 702 area code. Go ahead. Hello, Jackie. Yes. Oh, uh, I didn't expect to be uh, on so soon. But um, this question may be for um, an immigration attorney, but I'm going to take the August 5th tour, and I plan on filing for Social Security after the tour. And the, the thing is, I know you only get 50% of your Social Security amount if you've made an income over approximately $19,000. So my question is, if I get a verification letter uh, from Social Security, would it mm -hmm. reflect my uh, full amount that I'm going to be receiving, or will it reflect the reduced amount 
that they're going to give me nope. because the good news I, is Panama goes by the gross amount that you're going to get. So your income verification okay. letter should reflect the total amount that you're going to get. And that's what immigration will go by. Now you need to understand that you can't apply for your visa until you've actually received that pension. Just having an income verification letter that says, I'm going to get it in the future. That's not good enough. You have to actually have received one payment from social security um, at the time that you make your application. Okay, sounds good. That answers my question. I, and, and maybe you know, since I have, uh, I don't know for sure, do you um, know how long it takes after you apply with Social Security, approximately how long it takes before you receive a first payment? Well, whenever I applied for Social Security, um, I applied on like, um, like the 10th of June or something like that, and I got my first payment in July the 1st. So it was really okay. pretty fast, like three weeks. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And I must say I enjoy your uh, YouTube videos, and I tell so many people about them and you, and I look forward to my August 5th uh, trip. Thank you so much. Well, we really look forward to showing you how amazing it is to be living here in Panama, and we certainly appreciate all your referrals. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's see. And our next question, uh, go right ahead. Hello, Jackie. Hi. Hi, Jackie. This is Rod from El Paso, and uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to be there this week. I'm flying to uh -huh. Panama on the 27th to join your tour. And All right. So, uh, really looking forward to it. I just have a, a, a few questions, some uh, kind of related. Uh, you mentioned in an earlier video that uh, that you recommended using a travel agent uh, when you're trying to take advantage of the pension out of visa discount for air air travel. Yeah, you, you don't have to use a travel agent, but it's just so much okay. easier if you. Yeah, you could just call the airline directly, and you have to call their Panama City office or somewhere in Panama, one of their Panama offices, to get the discount but it's so much easier if you use a travel agent. If you contact the airline directly, whether it's United or American Airlines or COPA or whichever one, they're going to want you to fax, um, not email, but fax a copy of your identification, fax a copy of the front and the back of your credit card and all kinds of other stuff. And you can just take a picture and send it by WhatsApp to the travel agent. It's, they just make it easier. Okay. Are there any additional fees for using the agent? And uh, there are is. the travel agents listed in your manual? Um, so, yes, we have several different travel agents that are in our complete Panama relocation guide. They do charge a fee, uh, but believe me, that fee is worth it. They charge $25 for international travel and $8 for domestic travel. Where they really come in handy, first of all, they can usually save you some money because they're good at finding great deals. So it'll more than make up for that little bit of a fee that they charge. Right. But what really, really comes in handy is if, for example, your flight should get canceled, um, they're going to be the first ones to find out about it. They'll notify you, and they're going to already be calling the airline, getting you on another flight as fast as possible and taking care of everything so you don't have to. That's great. 
Now, on the uh, can you use the are the discounts available to you while you have your temporary visa, or do you have to wait till you get the permanent visa? Yeah, you don't get the discounts until you get your permanent visa. Okay. And um, you mentioned in a previous video that uh, you have to declare uh, any cash that you bring with you, but I think you said no, if it's under a certain amount. If it's over ten, if it's ten thousand dollars or more, then you um, there's a declaration form that you fill out, and they're going to ask you, do you have more than ten thousand dollars in cash? And if you do, say yes. And it's not that they're going to take it; they're just probably going to pull you aside and they're going to count it all. Um, to make sure that if you told them you had fifteen thousand, that you really have fifteen thousand. Um, when Got it comes it. to uh, traveling with large amounts of money like that, I really encourage you to just open up a Panama bank account. Uh, when you get here, you can go to Benismo and open up an account for about fifty bucks, and then just mm -hmm. wire the money. It's so much safer to do it. It costs forty-five dollars for the wire, and it's just better than risking losing the money or someone taking your backpack with it in there or whatever. So only $50 you can open an account? Benismo. Some banks are going to be $1,000. Some banks are 1500 Benismo Bank, which is one of the banks we recommend because they have online banking in English and Spanish and a really good app to use. It's only 50 bucks to open up an account with them. That's awesome. And you can just walk and they in. Can, it'll, the it'll take about two hours to open up your account. Um, but you okay. could, if, uh, didn't you say you're coming in on Friday? Yeah, you could do that on yeah, Friday in, in the mall. You could do it on Friday in the mall right next to the bank, the hotel. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, got to do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Gotta well, we look it. forward to showing you Panama. Thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. And our next question, I believe, is Tom. Go ahead. Yes, yes. Uh, two questions. Uh, major concern would be uh, medical insurance because Medicare will not uh, extend into Panama or anywhere. So what do you recommend for medical? And then second would be cost of living. Okay, so first of all, um, we actually have a YouTube video where I did an interview with an expat Medicare specialist. And if you have the right Medicare Advantage plan, um, and we can help you get that right plan, then it does cover you for urgent care and emergencies in Panama. So um, you want to make sure you have the right Medicare Advantage plan before you come over. And then you have several other options for so, health so, insurance. So, just, but so you're saying the urgent is... What does extend, if I have the right advantage, is only urgent emergency. Urgent or emergency. It's like if you fall and break your arm or you... Well, right, right. Uh, yeah, but, something but, like that. All right. And then you said there's an option to purchase? Yes, you can get health insurance in Panama. There's several different health insurance companies. Uh, one that a lot of people use is called the Family Medical Plan. Um, and they will insure you up to age 74 right now. Uh, they used to have no age restrictions, but right now it's only up to age 74. So if you're between 60 and 69, it's $102 a month. If you're between 70 and 74, then it's $125 a month. 
All right, and that's called Family Medical Plan. Family Medical Plan. If you go to our website, Panama Relocation Tours, and at the upper right-hand corner, there's a search feature, and type in health insurance options, and we have a lot of information about health insurance. So that's just a local insurance. Of course, you can also use the public health care system, which has no monthly fee at all. Um, it's just $2 to see a doctor or $5 for a specialist. Now, if you travel a lot, you may want to get um, international health insurance, but you're talking big bucks there. If you're uh, like 66 years old, it's like $5,000 a year. Uh, yes, you're right, because I've checked it for uh, Mexico. And at my age and my wife, it's just prohibitive. <laughs> Well, it's it's cheaper to just get the local insurance for Panama, you know, like $102 a month. And then if you're going to travel, get travel insurance because it's so much cheaper. So the public insurance, once you move over there, uh, anyone is, gets access to it for $2 a month? There's no monthly fee. It's just $2 when you see a doctor. Oh, oh, it's okay. So it's a, it's a, a yeah. uh, so you know, you just pay as you go. So it's two dollars to see a doctor. If you need to see like a cardiologist or something, a specialist, that's five dollars. That's that's called the Panama Panama Public Insurance. It's a it's the Social Security hospitals or the public hospitals. They're all over the country. Okay, would you say you've been there a long time? Is the hospital care, the dental care, very good compared to, again, what you left? So, I, you know, when I was in Texas, I had two eye surgeries. In Panama, I've had three eye surgeries. Plus, I was in the hospital for nine days with COVID last year. And I can honestly say that I feel that the care that I got in the hospitals in Panama and the surgeries and the doctors and everything else was better in Panama than when I was in Texas. Okay. Now, my wife is over 74, so she wouldn't qualify for the family medical. So she would qualify for the public, correct? It's a public hospital, no problem. Yeah. Okay. So there's no age limit there. Mm-hmm. No age limit. And- they also don't care about pre-existing conditions or anything. You can use public hospitals and there's okay. no monthly fee. All right. Now, I guess uh, I don't want to monopolize your, your, your time here. Cost of living, all right? I live in Portland, Oregon, which has become very, very, very expensive, West Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to you know, leave Oregon and possibly the U.S. Uh, what, what can you say about cost of living? Now, I'm not well, talking Tom- about- I'm not talking about yeah. purchasing. I would be talking about renting because at our age, we're not going to purchase any property. Right. You know, and the cost of living, it kind of depends on where you live. Um, once again, on our website, I have an article that I did recently, and I did a, a live stream about realistic cost of living. And you can get a nice two-bedroom house for 600 I just have one advertised on my Facebook page today. Beautiful two-bedroom uh, house for $690 a month, um, oh, all furnished, $690 a month. Beautiful that's views, big. nice yard. Um, that's, and that, then, that's less. That's less than Baja California, uh, you know, Toto Santos, uh, Cabo. Right. Much, much less. 
Yeah. But you can also rent a two-bedroom condo in Panama City or in Coronado for $2,000 a month. So sure. the answer is it depends. It depends on where you live and how you live. So, But if you look on my Facebook page, you'll be pretty impressed when you see it. it's a really nice kitchen, um, a really nice furniture in that house. It's a two-bedroom. And I know what? that area it has great views. It's just outside of Boquete. What's your Facebook page? It's facebook.com forward slash Panama Relocation Tours. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll take a look at some of your YouTube videos. Um, okay. No. So I would say that, that a couple, if you're spending like $700 a month on rent or less, then you're, you, know, you can live here well, including insurance, groceries, eating out, entertainment, everything for $2,000 a month. If your rent is more than $700 a month, let's say it's $1,000 a month, then add $300 to that. Um, so it, but, but just, you know, ballpark, if you're $700 a month rent, which you can get a two bedroom for 700, um, then your living expenses would be about 2000 and that would include everything. Well, that uh, sounds like a, almost too good to be true. <laughs> no, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, doing I, it. Yep. Okay. Well, I, come I, see, come I, see how you can live better here in Panama. I don't know anything about your tours. So you have tours that show people around to help them make a decision. That's what we do. We have tours that take you from one end of Panama to the other to show you all the different places that are popular. Some mm -hmm. at the beach, some at the mountains. Some that are super affordable, some that are a little bit more expensive. Um, if you know you want to live in a particular area, we also offer private tours. So we have a couple of different ways that we can show you what it's like to live here in Panama. Why don't you send me an email to info at Panama Relocation Tours, and I'll give you more details about all of those things. Thanks for calling in, Tom. And my next question is uh, Pat, I believe. Hi, Jackie. This is Pat. Hi. Hi. Um, on a pensionado visa, can you um, rent out rooms or, you know, that no. casitas? On your, not at all. Okay. So uh, let's say, let, let, me, let, me, let me clarify that. If you own the property, if you own the property, um, then you can rent it out. If you're just renting the property and you want to sublease some of the rooms, first of all, most landlords would not agree to that. Uh, but second of all, if you don't own it, then you need a work permit. You can't do it. Uh, but if I do own the property, I can? If you do own the property, then you can rent it out to other people. On a pensionado visa? On a pensionado visa. You do have to report the income and pay taxes on it in okay. Panama. Okay, great. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And my next caller is area code 908. Go ahead. Good afternoon, Jackie. My name is Douglas. I was on your November 5th to 12th tour uh, last November. Uh, I'm about to collect uh, my pension pretty soon in a couple of months, so then I will be able to get that, that letter. I uh, saw one of your email that now the U.S. Department is uh, a possible, if I pronounce that correctly, so I can take it there. The question is, 
Uh, remember earlier before that, we need to get the letter signed. So if I get the letter of security, do I still need to get it signed when I take it to the State Department to get it apostle? No, let me tell you um, what the process is. If you want to get your Social Security letter signed, you need to call the Social Security office, and you can call any, any Social Security office anywhere and tell them you would like to get a form 2458-2458. And that is request. You can't download that form online. You can only call in to request it. 2458 right. is assigned income verification letter. They'll send that to you. And then once you get it, um, because you'll also need to get for your pension auto visa, you'll also need to get your FBI report. Um, yes, I'm aware of that. And, yes. we, and we, we told you how to do that during the tour using a Chandler. So you can send both of yes. those documents when you get it, either to the Panamanian consulate to get it authenticated, or you can send them to the State Department to get it apostilled, either one. Well, the Panama I, I consulate contact would the be faster. Of, well, I contact the State Department because I live in New Jersey. I contact them in Trenton, and they, they said, yeah, I'll get it back in a few days once I send it to them. But the question I was wanting to know, do I still need to get that letter signed from Social Security? Yeah, but the thing is, is you can't use the New Jersey State Department. It has to be the federal State Department. Yeah, but yeah, it would be the federal department. That's the one in Trenton, New Jersey, yeah. Uh, nope, it's in Virginia. The federal State Department is in Virginia. Oh, so you got, oh, I thought, because I, I saw one of your emails a couple of about a no, month no, no. ago. No, 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 it can't be the, it can't be the state, it can't be the New Jersey State Department. It has to be the federal State Department. Oh, or so you can just send, or you can just send both the FBI report and your income verification to the Panama consulate and they'll authenticate it and either send it right back to you or you can request that they send it right on to your immigration attorney in Panama. So if I send it to the uh, Panama, then I, then I have to get it signed then? Um, they'll, they'll sign it. Um, the, the consulate will sign everything for you. They'll authenticate it for you. Okay, thank you. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks Christian for calling, Douglas. Oh, yeah. Thanks. And my next question is Erica704. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. Hello? Yes. Hi. Hello. Uh, yes, I can hear I'm you. Lo- you can hear me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. My name is Nicole. I'm a, a early retiree. Um, I just turned 60, and uh, I'm also a widow, so I wanted to get some information on uh, moving there. Um, I have a dog. I, I don't know if the dog would be able to come with me. And uh, You can bring your dog. To be... you got to bring your fur baby. <laughs> okay. All right, good. Uh, does she have to be quarantined or anything? So the way that it works when you bring pets into the country is there's, um, first of all, there's some paperwork that you have to do in advance. We do have an article on our website on Panama Relocation Tours on bringing pets into Panama. So search that uh-huh. and it tells you about the paperwork that you'll need in advance. Then when you get to Panama, after you get to your Airbnb or rental or wherever you're staying, the dog has to stay in your house or on your property for the first 40 days. 
So that's the only quarantine that has to stay on your property for the first 40 days. So that's not bad. Okay. Okay, great. Now, uh, I am also very active. I like playing tennis and pickleball and uh, riding my bike and stuff like that. So do you recommend a certain area for that kind of lifestyle or... That lifestyle is popular everywhere here in Panama. Pickleball oh, is like the hot, it's super hot around here. Everybody loves pickleball. And it's in Panama City. Okay. It's in Coronado, Gorgona, Boquete, Volcan. It's all over the place. Okay, perfect. That sounds great. I live in Florida right now, and so um, I have, I'm living in like a resort-style uh, community, and I love it. And so I would like something similar to that kind of lifestyle. Yeah, in uh, Panama City, you might check out the Chuscana. Um, it's a resort community. Um, and you can get a two-bedroom furnished on the golf course, looking over the tennis courts or things like that for about 1200 um, And you'll okay. see the ships going through the Panama Canal. You're real close to Panama City. Um, and all the activities that go on there. So that would be an area that would be good. Another one would be Coronado um, that mm-hmm. has um, a huge expat community all, and all the activities that you're interested in, those are readily available in Coronado. Okay. And that's around the same price? About the same About price, yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I'm, I'm trying to get on your tour. looks like... Um, I won't be able to get on until March. I think you only have yeah. uh, one we slot. We do have private. So our, our group tours are sold out. Um, well, we have one, yeah. I think, in June, the end of June. We have an opening for yeah. a couple of people, June 24th through July 1st of okay. this year. We have an opening for two people for a tour. Um, other than that, okay. we don't have any openings until next year. June 24th? Yes. Mm-hmm. So one okay. month from All today, right. we have an opening. Go grab it. Oh, for two people. Okay, great. I'll look at, into that one. Thank you. Okay, thanks for your call. And my next caller is Raymond. Hi, Jackie. Um, I was wondering about shipping tools over. Um, do you have to pay tax on used ones? So it depends. If you're just shipping, if you're just shipping some tools, you know, like hand tools and things that are for personal use, um, if you have your visa, then you won't have to pay tax on that. You can bring up to ten thousand dollars worth of that's considered household items without paying any tax on it. Um, however, if you're shipping a whole bunch of stuff, like you're going to sh- uh, set up a shop. Um, and go into the construction business, and that would be considered commercial. And then there is a tax, I believe it's a 20% tax on what they consider the value to be. So anything over $10,000 in household items is going to be taxed? Uh, Yes. And what is the tax rate on that? 20%. Thank you, Jackie. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. And my next caller, uh, let me see, air code 415. Hi, Paul. Oh, hey, Jackie. Um, I have kind of a couple questions. 
uh, one of the things is when I sign up to rent uh, from a landlord, do they uh, have to have a reference from a previous landlord here in the U.S.? No. Good. And then the other thing is I'm uh, a really I'm a lot more tired than I was when I took the tour back in May of 2019. Is there any particular place that I would go if I just want to hang out for a long time and uh, kind of be uh, left alone and quiet, or uh, just anywhere would, would do that? Well, first of all, the answer to your question would depend on what kind of weather you prefer. Do you prefer the warmer weather, like living close to, um, you know, time temperatures in the 85, 90 degree range, or do you prefer cooler weather? and that 75-degree range during the daytime? Hmm. Either one. So if you the... want, let me just say, if you want the cooler weather um, and the 75-degree range during the daytime, and if you just want to kind of be left alone, then I would say Vulcan would be the perfect place to move to. It has everything you need. It's got a hospital, grocery stores, restaurant, and everything. Uh, but, you know, everybody just kind of stays to themselves there. If you prefer to be in warmer weather, then you might want to consider the Azura Peninsula, Chitre, Las Tablas, and that area, or some of the beach communities that are between there. Any of those would be perfect for that kind of a lifestyle. Yeah, I'm thinking that uh, I visited Las Tablas. It's like trying to drive in there with the, uh, the Panamanians. It's kind of harrowing. So, oh, you'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. And besides, forget about driving. Just get the WhatsApp number of a couple of good taxi drivers and send them a WhatsApp and say, come get me. Cool. Yeah. I've, uh, I remember reading uh, some guys were living on Volcancito Road, and there were a lot of hiking trails around there. Is that uh, yep. part of the – huh? Yeah. Well, well the... Volcancito – is different than Vulcan. They're two different places. Vulcancito Road is a suburb of Volcete. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Um, great. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for calling, Paul. And my next caller is Charlotte. Go ahead. Charlotte, I've unmuted your line. Go ahead. I'm going to come back to Charlotte again in just a little bit. Uh, next caller is Ruben. Hi, Jackie. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. Hi. Uh, nice to meet you. So uh, my wife, Renee, and I uh, are... Uh, uh, hunting in house hunting in the uh, Boquete area as uh, as uh, uh, we're we're compromising in which uh, she loves the heat and I love the winter so uh, we we both agreed to find something in the mountains Boquete area as described in the you know 70, 70s in the day and 60s at night so um, I guess my question there is where in the Alto Boquete section, we're looking at just some houses online and we'll be doing our due diligence. We will be following uh, you know, information in your guide and, and, and you know, how to 
you know, get the best contacts and get the best deals. Really, my question is just on a temperature basis where is Altable get it far enough away from the microclimates where I see some houses that they have AC units installed. So does that mean that it's, you know, a little bit hotter down in the Alta Boquete area, even though it's close to the, the center of Boquete? But not really so much. And if you go down to Los Molinas or if you go to the Boquete Canyon Village, which is just outside of Caldera, then it's definitely warmer there. Daytime temperatures were going to, would be in the 80 to 85 degree range there. Um, also, uh, the Boquete Country Club, uh, is another area just that's on the road to Palmyra, then the daytime temperatures there would be closer to 80. Um, yeah, so, we want to You know, the lower the, the lower the elevation, the warmer it's going to get. The formula in Panama is that at the coast, it's 90 degrees Fahrenheit, plus or minus 5, and for every 1,000-foot increase in elevation, the temperature drops 4 degrees. So based on that formula... And if you want to have that 85-degree weather, then you just pick the right elevation based on that calculation. Right. And we want to, I want to say, well, my wife isn't listening. She knows that I want to stay away from the 85-degree weather. We want to stay closer to uh, Boquete. It appears from what we've seen so far, research stays, you know, in the 70s, right. high 70s and 60s and Volcancito. Palmyra, I guess. Yeah, Volcancito, yeah, Alto Boquete would be perfect then because um, Alto Boquete or um, the Volcancito area, any of those would be perfect for the kind of weather that you're looking for. Okay, all right. All right, we'll continue uh, going through your uh, great guide. All right, thanks very much, Jackie. Thanks for calling, Ruben. And my next caller is... Uh, area code 217. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Curtis. Uh, does the VA have uh, rest homes for older if you were to retire in Panama? So Panama has some assisted living facilities. There's one in Dolega, which is... And there's one in David. There's some in Panama City. I know there's one in Pananomi. There's not very many um, assisted living facilities or nursing homes. They're $700 to $1,000 a month, and that includes everything. Uh, but they're not what I would consider North American style at all, but you're going to get really good care there. What's also real popular here in Panama, Curtis, is home health care. So instead of going into a nursing home or assisted living, you can stay in your own place and you could have a registered nurse that just comes there. Maybe originally it might be once or twice a week to help with some things and then it might be five days a week. And then sometimes people even have someone that's a live-in that stays, um, stays at their property all the time to help with things. So you could do either one, the assisted living or you could have home health care. Well, that's good news. Uh, you don't know about the VA, though? You, sometimes the VA no, has their own. Yeah, we don't have the VA facilities here in Panama. I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank yeah, you for same. calling. Thanks. Right. And my next question is area code 850. Go ahead. Hi, um, 
I just want to know about the shipping, like shipping from Amazon. Uh, what do I do in a situation like that to be able to get shipping from Amazon and uh, other uh, online? So it's not, it's a little bit different. You know, there's no Amazon delivery straight to your house in two days like you're right. used to. Um, so what you have to do is there's all throughout the country here in Panama, there's mail forwarding companies, and you just contact them. We have a list of those in our complete Panama relocation guide. So you can just send them an email or a WhatsApp and say, I, I need to get your address in Florida. So when you order something from Amazon or Walmart or wherever, then you have that package sent to that address in Florida. And then whenever your package comes in, they put it on a plane and they bring it to the to Panama, to the town where you live, and they'll send you an email and say, your package came in, and you just go in to pick it up. So that's how it works. It's quick and easy. Now, it is going to cost um, anywhere from 2 to $4 a pound, depending on which company that you're with to get that package. So luckily, hopefully, you have Amazon free shipping to get it to Florida, and then you'll just pay to get it here to Panama. And my next caller is Erica. Go ahead. Hi, Jackie. Uh, can you hear me? Am I unmuted? can hear you, yes. Okay, perfect. Um, my question is actually a follow-up to a question that the earlier gentleman had, and that's with regards to health care. So I understand uh, because I'm a cancer survivor, uh, I'm not an insurable, so to speak. Um, but my mm -hmm. question but you is, can use, you can use the public health care system. Yes. So that was my question is, could I use the public health care system, one, and two, in the unlikely and hopefully, you know, this would not happen, but like if I needed some type of care that required hospitalization, does the public hospital handle that or is it just sort of routine care? No, no, they have inpatient care. Actually, you might go to our YouTube channel. I did an interview with a lady that was in the hospital with pneumonia. She was in the hospital for 16 days at the public hospital. Her total cost, and this is all the care, all the medications, was $1,200. And that's with oh, wow. no insurance. Yeah. Oh, wow. I pay more than that with insurance. <laughs> right. I know. Okay. So, yeah, the, it's, it's okay. like it's, it's usually about $100 a day. And that includes any medication, you know, all your food, the nurses, the doctors, and everything in the public health care. So it's super affordable. It, it, it is. And then just one other really quick question, because I know we're getting here towards the end. So, my, I am, so, so I'm just looking for advice for someone in my situation, which I'm planning to move, you know, to exit corporate at 55, and so, you know, I won't have a pension. Actually, to be honest, my job doesn't even have a pension. But, you know, I, I won't have Social Security. Um, but I will have, you know, earnings and, a, you know, a brokerage account and 401K and those sorts of things. Does yeah, that uh, check, check out our website. Yeah, check, go to our search feature on our website. And uh -huh. in the search feature, just type in 5,000. And it'll take you to an article about a visa option called the Friendly Nation visa that costs yes. 5000 to set it up. And that would probably be the best one for you to do. And your job could be managing your brokerage accounts. Got it. And, and then where I was going with that question, though, is since I'm 50, I'll be 55 
would I qualify for any of those age-based discounts, or do you have to have the visa to qualify for those age-based discounts, that type of visa? You, you have to have the visa to get any of okay. the discounts. Okay. okay. Thank, thanks Thank for your you. call. So one other uh, point, we've got quite a few people that are waiting in line to ask a question. If everybody could kind of limit it to one question and uh, so that I can go ahead and get your question in. And then if you have a second question, get back in line, press star six again to ask a second question. So Kim, go right ahead with your question. Hi, Jackie. Thank you. Can you hear me? Kim, I've unmuted your line. You can ask your question. Can you hear me? No, I can't hear you. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Um, can you hear me yeah, now? Try. Yep, I can, can hear you, hear you now? now. Go right ahead. Okay. Yep. Great. Thank you so much. Um, I hate to take this turn, uh, but I need to ask this question because I haven't seen it anywhere. I've done a little bit of research, but I thought asking in this Q&A will be the best place. So I am uh, going to the tour. I pretty much made a decision to... Uh, retire out of the country and it looks like it will be Panama. My question, Jackie, is is my family is, is scared to death for me and um, I'm not. But I promised them that I would tie up as many loose ends as I could before I go so that means will and blah blah blah, all that sort of thing. Can you speak a little bit about what happens if or if an expat uh, dies in Panama? Oh yes, if you die in yeah, so first of all, yes, you can have that will that you have where you are, but you're going to need to have a will in Panama also because the will you have where you live won't do any good. In Panama, you need a will here also, which would spell out what you want to happen uh, whenever you die. So some people, uh, they want to be buried in Panama. Some people want to be cremated and their ashes scattered in Panama. Some people want to be cremated and their remains sent back to their family. Some people want to have their whole body sent back to a family burial plot uh, where they can be buried with their family. So you get to decide. Will the Panamanian government let my next of kin know that I'm deceased? Yes. Uh, well, actually, it would be the U.S. Embassy or the okay. Canadian Embassy or whichever country that you're from. Okay, great. And then I would just need to give my family whatever the instructions are. So they would have a will and then Panama would have a will. You so have a Panama can... will. The other thing is if you have a bank account here in Panama, um, you yes. can have what's called a beneficiary letter with your bank account and it specifies if if I die, this is what I want you to do with my money. You know, half goes here, half goes there. And then it's not tied up in probate or anything. It just goes straight to your family. Is that something that the lawyers um, could help me with when I get there? The bank will help you. You don't need a lawyer for that. When you open up your bank account, just tell them you want a beneficiary letter and they'll draw it right up. Okay. I mean, for the will as well. Yes. Yeah, so the attorney can help you with the will. Okay. And that costs about $250, $300, depending on which attorney that you're using. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You're welcome. And you know what? When your family sees how happy you are in Panama, when they get them to come down here and visit you, all their fears are going to go away. <laughs> I hope so. Thanks, Jackie. I'm looking it forward will. to it. I'm coming, in. I'm coming anyway. <laughs> okay. You're going to love it. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. 
And the next question is area code 424. Hi, uh, Jackie. Uh, my name is Luz, and I am from uh, Los Angeles, California. And uh, as you can tell from, uh, you know, what's going on over here, <laughs> um, I'm definitely looking at other options. I'm not yes. even close to... Um, I'm not even close to like. Um, uh, how do you you don't need to retire. Fee? Come on down. Yeah, there's all kinds of online jobs you can do. Um, there's people of yeah, all different age, ages live here. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, because um, you know, I I have my daughter also, so I wanted to see. Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, what are the requirements with respect to like? the being a vaccine status because I do not believe in the vaccine and I'm not getting a vaccine. So Panama does not require, Panama doesn't require you to be vaccinated to come into the country and they don't require you to be vaccinated to live in the country. Okay, great. Okay. So that's number one. Um, Also, I was looking at the possibility of maybe visiting sometime during the summer once my daughter gets off of school um, mm-hmm. and so, uh, and I really wanted to take one of your tours, but I know you're like, you know, uh, completely booked. I, I just heard from, you know, that at, at the end of June, but I wanted to see maybe the beginning of July. How much are your private tours? If I wanted to take it like a private tour. The private tours are $250 a day for up to two people. So you and your daughter could both go on the tour for 250 a day. Okay. Okay. And, and that, yeah, I would have just, to be specific as to the areas that I wanted to go and visit. It would be, yeah, you just kind of pick out, you know, you might do, you know, one day in one area, one day in another area, or two days in one area, two days in another area. If you go to our website and under the tours tab, there's a drop down for private tours, and you can read about it there. We even, they're customized to do the things you want to do. Um, so if you have a daughter that's in school, you might want to check out schools while you're here. Uh, other people wouldn't be interested in schools, but we just customize it, the private tours to do what you want to do in the towns you're most interested in. Okay, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and the, the 670 uh, that you mentioned for a house, that, that sounds really amazing. I currently pay like 2300 on, you know, as a single mom in California, and that really doesn't, you know, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's, yeah. It's but yeah, but as, but you know, once, once I, of course, if I, if I try to do something um, like more remote, then I'm probably won't be getting paid the same. So yeah, I'm trying to. It doesn't matter. My, you know, you know my. You and your daughter me, can yeah. live well here. You and your daughter can live well here on under fifteen hundred a month, and that includes rent. So you'll do you'll do just fine here. That's that's awesome. Thank you so much. I'll definitely look into that. Thank you. Thank you. And my next caller is um, Mark. No, I'm sorry, John. Yes. Hi. This is uh, John, Mark, and Carol from Chicago, and uh, we're scheduled to take your tour uh, in August. And are uh, very interested in Panama for retirement. We're 60. And um, the question I have is basically, uh, I want to find, I'd like to know if there's, how how you get around the country. I I know that there's an airport in David and there's an airport obviously in Panama City and a couple of smaller airports here and there that I've seen on the maps. 
Um, in general, if somebody lives way on the west side of the, of the country or let's say way on the east side of the country or south side, are there airports that fly into Panama City and then you would fly back to the States if you, if you wanted to get back home? Or do you, or do you yeah, uh, unfortunately, the, yeah, unfortunately, the only airport that you can fly back to the North America, you would have to go to Panama City. So I live in Boquete, which is in far western Panama, and if I want to go back to Texas to see my kids who live in Austin, I have to fly from David to Panama City and then, you know, change terminals, and then I fly to um, Texas from there. So you always have to go through Panama City. They keep saying that the David Airport is going to have international flights, but I've been hearing that for 10 years. It hasn't happened yet, so I'm not holding my breath. Is David the only other um, city in, in the country of Panama that has flights into Panama City, or are there other smaller airports? Oh, no. No, from Bocas del Toro, they have flights into Panama City. Um, there's also, um, there's an airport in Chitre, but they haven't started flights again. But from Chitre to Panama City, they have flights. From Pedicee to Panama City, they have flights. Um, there's, there's several different small um, airports that you can get flights back into Panama City. Some go to Tacoma International Airport, and some go to the regional airport that's closer into Panama City itself. And then from there, you have to take a, a bus or a, an Uber or something to a get to the bus or just get an Uber. Yeah, Uber's cheap, about eighteen bucks to take an Uber. Is it the same thing if you on the far east side of the country, over by Boca de Coupe? If you're on the far eastern side of the country, um, well, first of all, you wouldn't want to live there. That's the Darien Gap where the big snakes and the big spiders and you wouldn't want to be living over there. But if you're living in Panama city, uh, then it's real easy to get to the airport. You know, they've got a subway that goes there. They've got the Metro bus that goes there. You can get a taxi, Uber, all kinds of ways to get to the airport. Okay. Thank you for your time. Thank you for calling. And my next caller is, um, Cynthia. Hi, Jackie. Um, I have a question about getting my driver's license in Panama. Um, I, I have a, a New York State driver's license, and I want to get one in Panama. But I'm trying to do the appointment on the U.S. Embassy website, but it, it's um, for August because when, it's when I'll be there. Um, but there's nothing shows up yet. Is there, like, a date I should do it by? Like, in June, maybe they'll open up August, or is it really difficult? Well, to get- first of all, you do you have a visa? Because you can't get a Panama driver's license until you have a visa. I do have a visa. Okay, good. So if you're trying to get an appointment at the U.S. Embassy and there's nothing on their website, this is the secret. Um, send them an email and say, I'm flying into Panama. I'm going to be here on these dates and I desperately need an appointment. And they will send you back and say, do you want this or this or this? Just send them okay. an email. Send them okay. An email. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you. You're welcome. And my next caller is uh, Lorne. Go ahead. Hello. Yes, we have a question regarding uh, medical and age. Um, We currently have the temporary visa, not the permanent yet, and my husband turned 70 in August. Um, Can he purchase the medical now and it's still... Okay, we don't have an address yet in Panama, so how does that work? You don't need it. 
you don't need an address. And besides, we don't really have addresses anyway. You just yeah. when someone asks you for your address, it's kind of what town do you live in? So mm-hmm. yes, he can go ahead and get insurance now. And that's on your guide. We have your guide. It is. If on the online guide in the very top where it says directory, um, mm-hmm. click on insurance. And then um, I would suggest that you contact Gloria. She's one of the insurance agents that we work with, and she will get you set up within 24 hours. Okay. But it's it's wise to purchase it now since after 70 he can't purchase it. Is that correct? No, no. He can get it up to age 74. Oh, I thought it was 70. Okay. Oh, right. Well, some, insur- some insurance companies only write up to 70, um, but if you go with a family medical plan, then it writes a new policy for up to age 74 or 75. All right. Thanks. So we'll talk to Gloria and she'll help us then. Yep. Talk to Gloria. Thank you very much, Jackie. Bye. You're welcome. And my next caller is 585 area code. Yes, that's Rochester, New York, Jackie. My name's Nikki, and I'm trying very hard to get down to Panama to look for a place to live, but that's not really my question. My question is, when I ordered the guide, I actually was waiting for it to come to my house, and it didn't, and then I realized it was an online guide, and I would like, can I get one in? My hands. Oh, it's only available online, and we keep it online so that we can keep it updated. Just today, I added a new immigration attorney and I added a new real estate agent uh, contact. So every single week, I make changes to the guide. So that's why we really don't want you to print it out. We want you to keep it um, online because then you have the latest and greatest information. No, I, I understand that. Um, it, and I work with computers my whole working life, so I'm just sometimes a little quirky, I guess. I'd like to have it something in my hand rather than that. So, yep. Okay. I'm and sorry, but it's only available I, online. All right. And I want to tell you that I talked to Jeff Goble, and mm-hmm. he helped me so much. I could have just gone with the Medicare Advantage plan I have, but he got one for me that gives me money back and there's no monthly fee. So that was Isn't that great? Super yeah, well. he's amazing. Yeah. He did the same thing with me uh, for my Medicare Advantage plan. Um, I, I Actually, it's $30 less than what I would have spent otherwise. So he's, he's really, really good. For people that don't know what I, we're talking about, if you go to our YouTube channel, um, and that's youtube.com forward slash Panama Relocation Tours. I did an interview with a expat Medicare expert um, that helps you get set up with a Medicare Advantage plan so you're covered for urgent care and emergencies in Panama. So it's a live stream that I did with Jeff, and you can watch that interview on our YouTube channel. Um, but he's really, really good at getting the best plan for you and saving you as much money as possible. So I'm glad that he was very helpful for you. And I look forward to you getting down here to Panama as soon as you can. Me too. Thank you so much, Jackie. You're welcome. Okay, and my next question is Robert. Yes, Jackie. uh, We're not scheduled on your tour on the 3rd of June, 
and I have one yes or no question and another question there. Yes or no, is, is there a restroom on the bus? No, but we stop every hour. Oh, okay, that'll work. <laughs> and the other question is, uh, assuming everything goes well on a tour and there's no surprises, uh, I was looking at moving down there in the September time frame, and I understand that a driver's license is only good for 90 days, so about how long does it take to get a pensionado visa so that I can get a driver's license down there? So most people are getting their pensionado visa in less than five days. It's really fast to get a pensionado visa, and then right after that, you can get your driver's license. Okay, and then how long would I need to, what would you recommend for booking a and b while I'm searching for a place to rent? Um, it depends on which city you're going to be in. If you send an email to me at info at Panama Relocation Tours and let me know which town or towns that you're interested in, then I can give you some recommendations. Well, right now, Boquetti is what we're actually looking for. The temperature sounds like exactly what we want. <laughs> you're going to love it, and it's absolutely beautiful, too. Just send that email to info at PanamaRelocationTours.com, and I can make two recommendations of places to say, while you're looking for your rental. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks for calling. And our and next our caller is Kathy. Whoops. Okay, uh, 662 is my next caller. Dan, go ahead. are in the United States and we've lived several places uh, and want to retire to Panama and one of the reasons that we want to move when we retire is that I suffer from migraines that are weather related um, basically barometric pressure changes do you know have you heard are there certain areas of Panama that are better for people who suffer from migraines um, I don't I have not I'm sorry that's um, I do know that there's a, a website, well, for Boquete, there's a website called boqueteweather.com. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, because this is in the tropics and we have a rainy season, um, then that changes the barometric pressure quite a bit. So I don't know if that would affect your migraines more or I don't, I don't know. When we lived outside San Francisco, it was the same way. There was like a rainy season and a dry season, and that was actually good for me because once I settle in with the rainy season, I'm okay, and once I settle in, you know, it takes a week or so. But most places Mm -hmm. it's day-to-day or week-to-week that the weather changes. So I just wasn't My advice would be, you know, travel light when you come here. You know, plan to live here for six months and just come with a couple suitcases each. Um, and maybe your fur baby, if you have one, and give it a test drive for six months to see how it affects you before you bring too many other things down. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for calling. And my next caller is, um, just says anonymous. Go right ahead. Oh, hi, Jackie. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, it's Bill from Toronto, Canada. I just want to ask you, I heard that uh, you said that you don't need a PCR test to come into uh, Panama. Um, you, can have a, you can have an antigen test, is fine. 
If you're vaccinated, you don't need a COVID test at all. Okay, so if you're vaccinated, you don't need no PCR or antigen test to come in. Okay, so that's good. And I'm glad you got some new real estate uh, uh, contact because uh, the other one there uh, that uh, you have with uh, Kent Davis Real Estate, uh, I don't know. They're not the sharpest tool in the drawer for, for me. Uh, so I'm glad you got somebody else, too, in your guide. Yep. yep, we've added another person for Panama City. We've added someone else for Coronado. We've added a new immigration attorney that's only $1,200 for a pensionado visa, and she offers discounts if you're a veteran. Okay, that's good. Uh, and also, too, uh, the prices have gone up. I've seen it uh, 30% at least uh, for rentals in Panama City, where a condo was last year at uh, 1100 bucks, and now they're asking... 16, 17, 18, 1900 dollars for the same kind of condo that was there last year for think, eleven hundred. I think you're looking in the wrong you're you're looking in the wrong places because we've had several people in this month that have rented gotten some really great deals in Panama City, four bedroom, four bath on Balboa Avenue for eleven hundred. Not furnished, but you can go to right. Stevens and get a furniture package for five thousand. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Not furnished. Right. I understand. Yeah. But even the furnished ones, you can get a two bedroom furnished just outside of Panama City in the Tuscana area for twelve hundred. So on a golf course. Right. So that's the one you were talking about before uh, being in Panama City, just a little out out of Panama City at a golf course. Right. Right. Uh huh. Uh, And what was the name of that one again? Well, there's two. There's one that's called uh, Tucan, and there's another one called Santa Maria. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jackie, and have a nice day. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. And my next caller is area code 661. Hi, Jackie. It's Diane Ashburn. I was on the trip in February. And I'm looking to move down there in um, late September, early October. My question is, I have um, four fur babies. Am I going to have difficulty finding a place that will take four? They're all small dogs. They're all under 10 pounds. Um, you're going to have you're you're going to be able to find a place with, but there's a, some places are going to say no pets. Some people will say only two pets. But you can definitely find one. We had someone just moved here two months ago with six dogs, big dogs, and they found a rental in Vulcan. Someone just moved here two weeks ago with three small dogs, and they moved just south of Boquete um, into a, a house, a really nice house with a great view. So you can find a place. Okay. Well, I, I'm scheduled to come, to come in on the 9th of September, and I'm going to be there until the 27th and I hope I can find something then so I can bring them back in October. You will. Yep, you definitely will. Okay, perfect. Thanks. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for calling. Mm-hmm. And my next caller is DJ. Hi, Jackie. I lived in Panama in the mid-70s um, on Kobe Hill and I went back in 2004 on vacation and Kobe Hill homes were vacant. 
I was curious to know if are any for sale or for rent or are they still abandoned? Um, I really don't know the answer to that. I was just in Panama City and I believe that um, I'd read someplace that they were going to do an auction on those properties um, that you could just bid on them and they were going to start selling them. Okay. Well, that's good news. And then the area east of Panama City, not towards the Darien, and on the Pacific side, are there any nice little towns there? Uh, There's some nice areas out by the airport, uh, Tacoma International Airport. That's east of Panama City. And there's definitely some nice little residential areas over in that area. Um, There's also Sierra Azul, uh, which if you like to be on a higher elevation, there's not much there. It's a cute, cute little town. I've been there a couple of times. It's got nice houses at affordable prices, but you'll mm-hmm. need to drive like 45 minutes to go into town for just about anything. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for calling. And the next caller is Jeff. Hi, Jackie. Can you hear Hi. me? Thanks for calling. Yes. Okay, uh, I hate rains and I don't like to be in a, in a humid area. So what part of Panama should I be looking to, to live? Azura. You need to live in the Azura Peninsula. The Azura Peninsula only gets about 40 inches of rain a year. The least amount of rain anywhere in Panama. Okay. So that would be like Chitre, Las Tablas. There's even beach communities over in that area. Petasi, all those areas get less rain. Okay. Um, for the immigration, uh, if I come back to Canada um, every six months, my pension will not be reduced or cut. So what approach should I do to live in, in Panama? So one of the things you might want to do to consider living in Panama is to become a non-resident of Canada, and then you wouldn't have to worry about that. In our complete Panama relocation guide, we have a complete article about the pros and cons of becoming a non-resident for tax purposes um, in Canada. And you just do a Google search about it also, and Mm -hmm. the Canadian government has some articles about becoming a non-resident, so you don't have to worry about your pension being reduced. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling. And my next caller is area code 614. Hi, Jackie. This is NJ. I was on tour 126. I'm getting excited. I hope I'll be able to move down in um, January. Thank you for answering the questions I sent through the guide this week. I've asked several. Um, We're always going to be there for you. You know that. Okay. So my question, what is considered a long-term rental? Is six months considered, considered long-term or is that short-term? Okay. No, six How months. About, three, months three months or less is considered short-term. Six months or more is considered long-term. So four would be long-term. Four months would be long-term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Thank you. Thanks for calling. And my next caller is Eric. Greetings. This is Eric in Toronto. First of all, I would like to say 
thank you very much for all the amazing information that you've given to all of us. And the other callers have answered, uh, asked most of the questions uh, that I wanted uh, answered tonight. Um, I just want to circle back to the person who was talking about leaving Canada permanently. Uh, I am in that process. I would suggest talking to a CPA here in Canada yeah. uh, to have, yeah. because it's it's not a simple process, and you've got to get it right and use a CPA. Jackie, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for calling in, Eric, and you're absolutely right. Anytime it comes to financial situations, it's always good to get tax advice from a CPA or tax attorney in your country that is familiar with the rules. And becoming a non-resident of Canada is a big decision. So you need to make sure that you understand what the implications are for that. And my next caller is area code 904. This is great. Thank you, Jackie. Um, I'll try to keep this short. I, I may have missed the beginning. Is this call being recorded? It is First being call? recorded. Wonderful. And I've heard you recommend to all of us in the past calls that it's wise to have a credit card that's, you know, that's not full, that's preferably empty just in case an emergency arises that you can pay, let's say, for a hospital bill. And most of the cases I've heard that uh, you share and people share with us are like the, like the friend, like the person you said had a $1,200 bill. But if something should come up and, and you, got, you end up in a public hospital and let's say, oh, I don't know, something that here would cost 48000 let's say, ends up costing 8000 there, let's just say, as an example. But you don't have the entire... 8000 to put on the card, let's say you just don't have that much space on your card, what, does, what, what do they do to you and what does one do? So this is what I've heard from other people that what they've done is uh, I know someone that they went to one of the private hospitals and um, they determined that they were going to need surgery and the surgery, very quick surgery, the surgery was going to cost $20,000 for the surgery and they estimated, you know, 12 days in the hospital and uh, physical therapy and everything it was going to cost that. And they said, well, I don't have the $20,000. They put them in an ambulance with the doctor that was going to do the surgery and they went over to the public hospital. The doctor went with them over to the public hospital, same doctor. It doesn't wow. matter which hospital you went to. And it was only $1,200 at the other hospital. Wow. Yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of, God forbid, an accident or something, you know, makes it necessary well, to have an Well, you know, operation. if you're in an accident, they're going to ask, do you have insurance? Mm -hmm. And if you don't have insurance, then they're going to take you straight to the public hospital. I see. That's what they do. And that, that $10,000 non-taxable um, thing that they have for people moving to Panama, um, when does if if I if I get my visa, but I'm not ready to to bunk down right away, when is it that I can use that ten thousand um, dollar tax break? Within on? within two years of getting your visa. Oh, oh, is that so? And 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 this is the last thing I know. You said keep it short. It, 
even with the economy going the way it is in the rest of the world, for myself as a single woman in my 60s, is it still pretty good that I could, uh, does it seem like I could probably in the next year find uh, rent at 700 or less, yes. say in Boquete? Yes. Yes, you could. Yeah. Um, actually, tomorrow, no, not tomorrow, Friday, um, some people that I interviewed that moved here um, without even visiting first, they're moving into two-bedroom, two-bath house, all furnished, all utilities included, fenced yard for their dogs for 550 <gasps> And so where? That was in Boquete? In Boquete, yeah. Oh, and then goodness. on my Facebook page, I put a really cute two-bedroom. Uh, pictures of it for $690 a month. So the deals are oh still my. there. That's so come oh on down. I, I you am can live coming under in January. I'm going to be okay. there in January for, for the group tour. Can I attach onto that private some private tour days and get my visa stuff done if I have everything in order? Is that a possibility? Well, you wouldn't need, you wouldn't need a private tour to get your visa. Uh, we just stay no. extra days, and we can put you with a driver that will get you to immigration to get your visa. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Well, I'll ask you in an email then all the questions. Thank okay. you so much. I love you guys. Okay. Thanks for calling. And my next caller is area code 505. Hi, Jackie. Patrick uh, here in New Mexico. Thanks for all you do. Um, my wife and I purchased your online guide, and we're coming down the first two weeks of July to do our own tour, just because, unfortunately, the, the tour dates don't work for us. Question on the, we don't have the vaccine, and so what will, I know a gentleman asked it earlier, but it was a little bit quick, and I was just getting on, what, what is needed for us to go, come in and to go out? So to come into Panama, you're required, if you don't have a vac, if you're not vaccinated, then you have to have a negative COVID test that's not more than 72 hours old. And it can just be an antigen test. They even accept the home antigen test that you can do. There's also a health affidavit form that you have to fill out, and then it'll generate a QR code. Um, if you look on our website for Panama Relocation Tours, and it's also, this is in the guide also, um, but we have step-by-step -step instructions for how to fill out that health affidavit form. So that's what you'll need to get into the country. That's it. Super easy. To leave, to go back into the United okay. States, whether you're vaccinated or not, you're required to have a COVID test that was done not more than the day before you're flying to the country. And there's places all over the country where you Is can that get that COVID test here. Yeah. So here in Panama, they cost okay. 25 to $40 for a COVID test. Per person. Okay. And anything, we need to, anything I need to do by calling an airline or is everything that you said, I don't need to deal with the airline? Nope. Nope. Just book your flight to come on down. That's been booked for two months. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Enjoy Thank your you so trip. Much, Enjoy your trip. If you run into any snags while you're here, you know who to call or who to email. Uh, yes, absolutely. That's one of the benefits of having the guide. Thank you so much. Yeah. We'll be right here for you. Enjoy your trip. And my next caller says, gee. 
Uh, hi, Jackie. Thanks for uh, all uh, your information. Um, one question I had was, um, I'm interested in ag agriculture um, and having a little homestead, and uh, I was wondering what areas of Panama would be good for that. Oh, it depends on what kind of agriculture you were most interested in. You know, if you wanted to grow pineapple, then you need to be in a lower elevation. Um, or if you wanted to have a banana plantation, perhaps at a lower elevation. If you're more interested in um, vegetables like broccoli and tomatoes and, you know, the kind of things that I grow, um, then you would probably want to be in the highlands of Volcan or Boquete. The soil is super rich in Volcan and it's dark, dark black soil. Um, it's just really good soil. So you can just grow anything in the highlands. Okay, that's great. And then for people that uh, live in Canada, um, what are the requirements for um, entering and, and what kind of uh, authentications required for these documents? So the only thing you need to come into the country, into Panama, is if you're vaccinated, you don't need anything. You need your vaccine card. If you're not vaccinated, you need a negative COVID test that's not more than 72 hours old. Okay, um, and I, I guess my question was more related to applying for um, uh, the the visas, either the, the temporary or permanent. Um, yeah, there's a requirement for a to authenticate a birth certificate, I believe, and uh, there's also police. So it uh, yeah, it depends. It depends on which visa you're going to get. If you're going to, um, it just depends. Um, if you want to send an email to info at panamarelocationtours.com with a little okay. bit more information about, you know, what your situation is, how old you are, if you're going to, you know, I know you want to get into some agriculture, so you probably want to get a work permit. So I would say the one of the Friendly Nation visa options, the $5,000 Friendly Nation visa option would probably be the best for you. But send me an email with a little bit more information, and I can help point you in the right direction. Oh, thanks, Jackie. Appreciate that. Thank you for calling. And my next caller is Tom. Thank you, Jackie. Is it advisable to come in as a tourist and acquire a home lease or rental and then go back to the States and prepare a move and come back to Panama, say, within 30, 60 days? Um, it's not, that's, you know, there's not just one right answer to that, Tom. Some people come into Panama and they just get an Airbnb for that first month or the first two weeks, and they use that time to find a uh, rental that they want to move into for more long-term, like six months or a year, and they don't make that trip to go back. Other people come to pay, and it, a lot of it depends on budgets. It depends on if you're bringing pets with you or not. There's all kinds of different factors. So if you, um, you may want to come and look for your rental first, make sure you know exactly where you're going to go, then go back and sell your house and do what you have to do and then come back to start your rental whenever you get here. But there's not one right way. It's just whichever way works best for you. Okay. I think it was, um, I think you answered my question and that it would be legal to do that uh, without having a, uh, a visa. Yeah. Be tra traveling. Yeah. As a tourist. Uh, uh, yeah. You final... can stay a tourist. A tourist can stay 180 days in the country. Okay. Oh, very good. 
So is a uh, uh, contract uh, advised to be reviewed by legal, or what, is it just uh, you know standard boilerplate kind of agreements that we wouldn't need an attorney for? They're usually, you know, if it's in Spanish, then you might want to get uh, an attorney to review it to make sure nothing sticks out. Um, but a lot of times the contract will be in English and Spanish, and you can look it over yourself. And if something, if they told you you're going to get this and this and this, and they're not all in the contract, then just make sure and review it. Don't just sign it, but review it to make sure that everything they promised you is in the contract. Mucho gracias. De nada. Thank you. <laughs> uh, next caller is Eric Held 629. Yeah. Hi, Jackie. This is Cheryl in Tennessee. I will be joining you on the June 2nd through 10th tour. And... Uh, my other questions have already been answered, but would you uh, spell, uh, you talked about that resort-style community in the Panama City area. Was that Tuscana? How do you spell that? Um, I believe it's T-O-U-C-A-N, Tucan. Oh, Tucan. Okay. And Santa Maria. And Santa Maria. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks. I'll, I'll You're see you welcome. soon. See you soon. Thanks for calling. And my next caller is Eric Code. By the way, we only have one, two, three, four, five more callers, so thanks for hanging on with me. So next caller is Eric Code 612. Hi, this is Pamela. Um, we're planning to come to Panama next um, winter to um, find a place to decide where to retire. And my question is, um, we'll be bringing our small dog with us, and um, she's a service dog. I don't know if Panama recognizes service dogs, and also do not. our um, okay, our pets allowed at all on public transportation? No. No. Okay. I guess that's my question. Okay, you can, you can rent a you can rent a car, but on public transportation, they don't allow pets. Right. We were in Costa Rica, too, and, and Uber, they took them, but they didn't on the buses, so. Yeah, yeah. Some some Ubers, Ubers will, some Ubers will take them, and some won't. Some taxi drivers will take uh-huh. them, and some won't, so it just depends. Okay, that's all I was wondering. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you Thanks for, for your call. And my next and caller is Kathy. Hey, Jackie, thank you. Sorry about the incident happened earlier. <laughs> I, I muted myself. Okay. Again. Yeah, so uh, just quickly, we're going to join your tour in July something with my husband, Mark, and a friend, Peter, uh, from Alberta, Canada. So I'm uh, so very excited. I just want to ask you Thank you otherwise. so much. Yes, your lovely, your tour really encouraging us. And then we come all the way from the far, far north. Hey? <laughs> so my, the question is uh, quickly, um, we are wondering um, how, what the efficient channel to find a rental place because we see uh, some online and then it's not like a, uh, like a realtor.com or rental.com, uh, uh, one consolidated place you can find everything. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, nope. what is nope. a more efficient nope. way? Uh, well, uh, well um, first of all, we're during, we're the, during tour, the tour. 
By the way, By could the you way, turn off the, the thing in the background because we're getting an echo? Oh, I, I, you mean turn? I'm, I'm just leave my microphone on. I don't have anything else. Okay. Well, I'm gonna just turn the. I'm gonna turn your microphone off for a minute while I answer your question. So during the tour, you're going to. Uh, we're going to introduce you to different real estate agents in different areas that can help you find a rental property. Um, but I can tell you that sometimes the very best rentals happen um, just word of mouth. Um, I know a lot of landlords, not a lot of people that own rental property here. And when they get a good rental, like I just got a good one today that they called me about, um, then they always send me information. So it depends on which area that you're in. And there's different ways. Sometimes we're working with one of our private tour guides because they have their ear to the ground of different people that have rental properties that are available. So, but there's not one, there's not a rentals.com, there's not a realtor.com, there's no Zillow.com, none of those things. You know, Craigslist, there's a Craigslist in Panama and it has some um, excellent rental properties on there. So you might check that. Oh yeah, I hear that. That's wonderful. Yeah, so I hope yeah, that answered your question. Your we'll question. give you a lot more details during the tour. Thanks for calling. And my next caller is Angela. Hi, Jackie. Thank you so much for all you do. Uh, I will be there on your September tour. I have a couple small questions. The first one is about the cell phone. Our cell phones from the United States, will that work during the time that we're on tour? Because I've heard different people say you have to have um, a SIMS card from Panama? Well, you don't have to have a SIM card, and the answer is, like so many things here, it depends. If you have T-Mobile, it's going to work here. If you have Verizon, it might not. Um, it, if you have AT&T, it depends on I which plan that you have. Yes, I have yes, T-Mobile. It's going to work. You won't have any problems. Okay, great. And the second question is about, I think you kind of answered it. Um, I am vaccinated, and on my way back to the United States, I know that I do need a COVID test. Do you point out those places as to where we need to go or show us in Panama City where we need to go? We show you exactly where to go, yes. Okay. And I won't be leaving until Sunday, so I would have to have that test on Saturday, correct? That's right. You get it on okay. Saturday. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. And my next caller is area code 201. Hi, good evening, uh, Jackie. This is Elvie. My question is um, I'm going on a tour uh, July, the first week of July. Do, um, does the bus travel or the tour uh, guy travels to the suburb of Panama City? Does, does that make sense, the suburb of Panama? I feel like I'm not saying it right. Um, yeah, we go through Panama City and we go through some of the suburban areas in Panama City, so you'll see that. But our first oh. stop on the day is actually um, in Gorgona, the Coronado area, but we will travel through there. Oh, okay, because I'm wondering about how um, reasonably priced, if it is just as um, Boquete as I'm hearing you talk about. Mm -hmm. um, well, it depends on when you're coming in. If you come in on Thursday... Um, you might want to do one of our private tours for the Panama City area to see even more of the residential areas. We're gonna, you're going to see some, 
um, as okay. we're leaving out of Panama City. But if you wanted to see even more areas, then you could arrange for a private tour. We have a great that tour would be guide. Faster. There. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. And my final caller, um, go right ahead. Hi. Uh, is this uh, Jackie? It is Jackie. Yep. Go right Hi. ahead. I'm sorry Hi. you waited so long to be our oh, the last caller for the day. That's okay. I enjoyed every call, and uh, I'm very excited. And my question is, um, uh, we're trying to do a Golden Girls. I don't know if anybody else knows the uh, sitcom up here, uh, Golden mm-hmm. Girls, Three Women uh, Live Together. Is it possible to do that down in? Um, actually, uh, I know some people that do that here. Oh, that's great. That's really great because we've been looking yeah. at this and we're exploring it together and we're going to um, put together a, a coordinated time to come yeah. down uh, uh, to look at some places. But we've just, two of us have just come back from Buquete and we loved it. So yes. uh, I think that's, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, there's actually a lady here in Boquete that she rents a four-bedroom, four-bath house, and it's gorgeous. And it's got a huge yard, fenced yard. Um, and I think her rent is $1,000 a month. Um, but then she has two friends that stay there also. So they split the, between the three of them, they split the rent. That is just fantastic. We're so excited. We can't wait to get down there <laughs> again. Well, come, come on down. So get all your you paperwork so ready to get a visa and come on down. We're working on it as we speak. Yes, we are. Thank you so much, That's Jackie. good. All thank right. you so much for calling in today. Okay. So thank I want to thank everybody so much for being on our live Q&A conference call. Um, I know that we um, went way over. It's about an hour and a half of doing this conference call, and I appreciate some of you hanging on until the very end here, all the questions and the answers. If you were a little bit too shy to press star six and ask your question, you know you're welcome to send an email to info at panamarelocationtours.com or you can always call our office for a free consultation. Our office number is 972-496-4500 and we'll be glad to answer any of your questions just by calling us, giving us a call. Uh, We will schedule another Q&A call for next month, but we do have a live stream for this Saturday, and I'll be sending out an email about the live stream. Thanks so much again for joining me for the uh, call. Have a good evening, everybody.